The following program is being brought to you on the World Talk Radio Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit worldtalkradio.com. The World Talk Radio Network, where the world comes to talk. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the World Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. To the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. What you hear in the next hour could very well save your life. Now, here's your host, Sharon Kleina. I want to invite you to listen to the show today. It's going to be very exciting. I'm Sharon Kleina. The Power of Water, Earth Human Mission, and Your Health. This is what our show is all about. The show wants to tell you a story about the world out there. What is happening with the population, your health issues, understanding uh, what you might do when you get out of bed in the morning, your importance to how you should take care of yourself. I don't think you'd be listening to this show and all its wonderful guests. We've had over 300 guests on our show that are exciting people from all over the world, from Italy to Spain to Holland to Kenya, Ethiopia, all over the world. We've had our guests come in, and today we have Lee Ace. And I'm really excited about this show today. Lee is the director of the Mayo Clinic, Mayo Clinic Center for Social Media now in Rochester, Minnesota. Now, remember, we're at a time of history where better education. In other words, it's almost like nature's pharma first. We're really learning a lot about nature first, about how to take better care with better education. And the health organizations and the and Mayo Clinic have been behind this for years to try to reach out. Now they have social media, uh, and it's an advancing health. It's advancing health through social media, and social media in the hospital environment is vital. Uh, our second guest, Trudy Thomas, is living with RSD. She's with with the RSD radio topic reflex sympathetic uh, effects of concerns of that are affecting 6 million people with a chronic, progressive, incurable, and very painful sympathetic um, reflex problems. We're going to learn a lot about some topics that you may think you know something about. Now, this radio show was started several years ago to discover the power of water and the world water crisis, and it is the only radio show dedicated to life-threatening water wars, the global water and health crisis, Interviews have come through with our show from the most famous, exciting walk of life people to from all over the world. We've learned about the environment. We're learning more about the education that's necessary. But there's a word that we're learning every day that I want to teach you with my background, my research, the seriousness of dehydration, your dehydration, lack of water, and Earth's concern of water. Our Earth last week grew by one million 791,469 people. Over 4,000, almost 5,000 children are dying a day because of lack of water. Let's join together and think about that by listening to the show and what we might do to make a world a better place. You know, we had the sludge that spilled in Hungary recently that was very serious. 
uh, contaminating, and they didn't realize how serious a sludge spill would be, a spill would be with uh, chemicals and problems and affect the waters and the rivers and the aquifers below. Then we had the exciting development of Chile with the miners. And the miners, thanks to, thanks to their president, came through with flying colors, a, a small country that could. Did you know that that president came forward and he said, we're not going to back off of this. We're going to challenge the health issues of this. Once they found out those 33 miners were alive, they were able to decide right then and there that they would plow forward and decide what would be the health issue down in 2,000 feet below the surface of the earth to keep those miners alive and psychologically ready to come up out of there which was over two months later, the world was cheering, and the president himself, a billionaire, said to the world, a small country that could. And the reason that NASA came in from America, different countries came involved to help out, this president helped save those miners because he would not back off. The president, the Chilean president, is Sebastian, and I'll probably spell it, uh, say it wrong, but I'm going to spell it, Sebastian, P-I-N-E-R-A. Don't forget that Chilean president. He decided his people were very important, health issues, the family's health issues, and that's what we're all about is health. We're going to listen to our sponsor, Nature Sears IMS, and we're going to learn about what Lee has been doing with the Mayo Clinic with social media, social networking of better education. Well, listen to our sponsor, Nature Sears IMS. The only method of naturally moisturizing the eyes. Did you know your eye at the surface is 99% natural water? There's only one product. Nature's Tears Eye Mist with just a mist. And we'll be back with Lee Ace. Listen. Listen. The world is talking. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. You're listening to the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Listening to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. If you have a question or comment, please direct your email to SharonKleinaHour at Yahoo.com. That's SharonKleinaHour at Yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. Lee, are you with us? I am. Glad to be with you today. Well, thank you. I was really looking forward to this education today. How do you pronounce your last name? Uh, AC actually is the right way, but that's fine. AC? Yep. yep. AC. Yep. 
And what kind of a background of name is that? Well, that would be Norwegian, and they would probably say Osa or something like that. Uh-huh. But my, uh, my grandpa just tried to make it easy for the English speakers, and so it's like the ACDC kind of uh, okay. sound. Well, Lee, I want to thank you for joining us. Um, we had been running into some of the social media directions that different uh, organizations and um, universities throughout the world are using, and we noticed that there's a lot of social media going on with better education in your health. Mm-hmm. But before we start, Lee, let's tell us a little bit about the world audience, about the Mayo Clinic in the United States. Sure. Well, Mayo Clinic is the, the first and largest uh, not-for-profit uh, integrated group practice of uh, medicine uh, in the world. Uh, it, uh, it, the Mayo brothers, Dr. Will and Dr. Charlie, back before the turn of the the previous century, the late 1800s, were surgeons uh, based in Rochester, Minnesota, and they uh, soon uh, understood, you know, earlier than most people, I think, uh, they were country doctors, but they understood that um, they couldn't best serve their patients as surgeons without having other medical specialists involved because the the knowledge uh, in medicine was just growing too fast uh, to be able to effectively apply it uh, without help. And so they formed the first uh, group practice of medicine um, with an interesting innovation of the unified medical record so that uh, it wasn't just each doctor taking notes about his or her own patients. It was a a record that actually belonged to the patient um, and a a different way of organizing things. Um, Back at the time, it was considered somewhat uh, controversial that you wouldn't have just one doctor per patient. Uh, it seemed like maybe you're kind of shirking your responsibilities if you're not willing to take all the responsibility. And mm-hmm. But the Mayo brothers said, no, we need to organize ourselves around the patient because the, the best interest of the patient is the only interest uh, to be considered. That's actually a quote from, from Dr. Will Mayo. Um, again, a little bit controversial at the time, but 100 years later, um, everybody sees this as the way that... Uh, so the Mayo... And the Mayo... Uh uh, concept theory uh, began a hundred years ago. Right, right. And that did it long... begin there in Minnesota? It, it did. It began uh-huh. here in Minnesota, and mm-hmm. and that's actually very much in keeping with the with what we're doing with uh, in social media now. In that, uh, Doctor Will and Doctor Charlie were both surgeons. One would stay home and mind the practice, make sure everything kept going, while the other one would go out and you know travel around the world. Um, uh, to teach what they had learned in the practice in Rochester, but then also to learn from others and bring back those lessons to apply, you know, to get better uh, in the practice of medicine in Rochester. That's oh, something isn't that, that exciting? Yeah, um, it, it, and so now we have the opportunity to do this uh, with much less arduous travels uh, when we do travel or uh, through some of these social networking tools to be able to do that um, without even leaving home. So... And, and be really able to stay yeah, close to you, what you're doing every day, but yet still network out, uh, right. social network out to the world as he did long distance. Now you can social media. Right. Uh, isn't this, uh, this is why I was excited. I'm a believerly that the billions of dollars that is wasted a year with health issues is people could become more concerned if they're, if, with education. If education is offered and they know where to go, that's why I wanted to have you on today, if sure. they know where they can go and get some answers, or let's say get some questions and maybe some possible answers, 
before they run to the medicine cabinet, before they decide that uh, what they would do, they need to get a log, they need to get a diary of what they want to learn about who they are, what, what is happening in their life, uh, whether it be an itch and a toe or a very happy day that you might be afraid and might not be happy for the whole day. There are people who don't think it will be happy all day and get afraid of being unhappy. Then there's the person who worries about the itch on the toe because there's a scab there or something happening. Uh, it goes from top to bottom. Uh, our, our concerns about what is happening with our health and we need education. So they were a little ahead of their times, uh, exciting about... Well, they, yeah, they, they, yeah they, they certainly were, and that, and that actually helped, um, I mean, helped really to, to drive the adoption of this, you know, this innovation of the, the unified medical record and the group practice of medicine, the fact that they were doing that outreach to other uh, medical practices, mm-hmm. um, teaching and learning. I mean, they brought back many lessons uh, themselves, but, uh, but one of the things that they really spread was this idea that uh, we all need to, to work together. And what you said about the patients um, educating themselves, I think uh, there's, there's certainly a role that these tools can help play in that in enabling people to get in-depth information that they wouldn't get through the mainstream media. For example, there, um, you know, if, if someone has a has a kind of cancer, um, they would really like to hear a 10-minute video uh, from a Mayo Clinic subject expert talking about that cancer and sort of what treatment options are. Um, that's the kind of thing that in the you know TV networks or you know over-the-air radio or you know, some of the big uh, daily newspapers, they wouldn't devote that kind of um, space or time uh, to a topic uh, like mm-hmm. that. And so that's where these tools uh, enable people to reach, you know, find the information that's, that's valued to them. And some of it might be about a serious disease that they've been diagnosed with. Some of it might be about, you know, mystery illnesses, or some of it might be some of that general wellness kind of stuff that you were talking about earlier. Yeah, in fact, um, to the audience, um, to be thinking in the back of their mind through this whole show with this, with you, Lee, is the socialmediamayoclinic.org. Um, this is what people need to be thinking about, and, and I don't care who you are, if, even if you're another doctor. You, uh, people need to understand that you're offering an opportunity for uh, in-depth information for everyone from all walks of life. Uh, what do you think that is the most common thing that the Mayo Clinic has people uh, wanting m- more information about? Uh, what is the number one topic? Well, that is, I mean, that, that would be very hard to uh, Well, to is it diabetes? Is it cancer? Uh, is it new, uh, Well, yeah, part food, of the, you know, part of, what Mayo Clinic is, part of what Mayo Clinic is really all about is uh, multi-specialty you know, expertise in, in all areas. So definitely. That's why we I know. I, I was about. wondering, is there one in particular that you get more, more patients, more, custom, more people uh, coming to the Mayo Clinic for through the years, or has it changed through the years that, it, that there really isn't one that is more dominant over the other? Well, I think, uh, you know, the big ones like cancer and heart disease uh, and, you know, neurology, things what about like Alzheimer's diabetes? and diabetes, those are all, those are all, um, high priority kind of areas that make a big difference in people's lives but really um, you know Mayo Clinic you know doesn't just specialize in one thing it's kind of I mean because we have specialists in in all areas uh, we do get people coming for 
you know, the really common things like uh, cancers and, and heart disease, but then also very unusual things that they maybe haven't gotten answers for closer to home. Mm-hmm. And are you getting all ages, not just uh, probably in the original days you had more adults, but do you have now uh, all ages for children and infants? We certainly do. We, we have a children's hospital uh, that is uh, certainly we see people with complex issues more often they're treated closer to home, but uh, you know about uh, about seventy excuse me about twenty five percent of our patients at Mayo Clinic come from more than five hundred miles away, which mm-hmm. is really unusual. Uh, for, actually, it's not unusual. There's nothing like that. Um, mm-hmm. For most other organizations, they may have you know five percent of their people come from you know more than more than uh, one hundred and twenty hundred and fifty miles away. Mm-hmm. So it is um, it is the kind of thing where um, people are coming actually after they haven't gotten the answers close to home, and, and it's almost like a last resort or a second or third opinion. Now, when the people are understanding and aware that you have a social media side, a networking side of the clinic, uh, how many people are you having come in a day to take advantage of that? Well, it's uh, there are different plan. Uh, we we have at least five thousand people a day who are viewing our videos on YouTube, for instance. Okay. Um, so it's it kind of varies by platform. We have different ways that people are able to engage. But um, you know, just on our MayoClinic.org website, we have a million visitors a month, and I think it's probably you know several times that on MayoClinic.com, which is another site that we have you know providing information. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And from all over the world? From all over the world. Um, all over the world. Uh, in terms of the patients that we get coming here, uh, we have uh, patients from, every, you know, from all 50 states at each of our three campuses, one in Arizona, one in Florida, and one here in Rochester, Minnesota. But then we also have about 150 countries represented among the patients who actually come here and uh, certainly those who are uh, here virtually by, by the web um, it definitely is reflecting more than that even. Mm-hmm. Now, the categories that you have available on the website for individuals to come in, they could literally come in, uh, type in the subject matter, and then the subject matter goes into what you've already thought out. So they're apt to go in and get some different indexed information available, uh, video. Uh, can they leave a question behind? Um, to hopefully get something answered that way, or uh, is it mostly just um, a relationship to what you already have available that they can come into the site and learn? Well, yeah, I mean, they, they definitely can, can ask a question you know, related to a, a topic that is that's already posted there. Uh, we can't, you know, obviously answer individual questions like um, in a diagnostic kind of sense where we're, I mean, to... to uh, we can answer questions in, in general terms about the general kind of terms. things that they might be concerned about, but Thinking about. You know, certainly we can't uh, practice medicine over the no, internet. No, no, How many people do you think you have? You know, here in America, we're thinking about employments all the time, and I, all I could ever think about is uh, the amount of people that could be are working out there could be working at more social media-type occupational careers. Do you have a lot of people employed doing that to help you with that? Well, we, um, you know, we're gearing up now, um, adding some staff. We'll have about eight people on our mm-hmm. staff, uh, eight to well, ten people, you know, eight mm-hmm. new people um, mm-hmm. that are helping us to um, increase this. 
mm-hmm. you know, I would expect in, in various different kind of uh, companies there would be, you know, opportunities for um, people to use these um, these tools to communicate more effectively. And so, yeah, I would think there would be some opportunities there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because I think that people, this is going to become more common, and because Mayo Clinic is such a profile uh, company, uh, company a clinic from all over the world that more people, when they start hearing shows like this and more um, uh, public relations campaign about the social media side, uh, people love the privacy of coming in and checking in to um, getting some uh, questions out there. Uh, like you said, you can't answer enough, but they can come in and find some different uh, degrees of directions to go to get some uh, some in-depth evaluations of where they might, how they might cons- what they might consider. The right, other thing least, I thought about too is a lot of times, Lee, people are are confused with so many doctors that are specializing in what, and so they could go in and learn which doctor is the best. What's the name? What is the class? What is the doctor's position on? And what are they called? And and if I have an itch on the toe, or I'm not sleeping well or I think I have, might have a diabetes, or I might have an di- eating disorder. There, there's different doctors that specialize in that, and a lot of people don't know what, who they are, what their, mm-hmm. what their names, what, what the um, title of the doctor would be. Sure. Yeah, I mean, definitely these, uh, these sites provide uh, opportunities for that education and also for, you know, for feedback. Yep. We're going to take a break for a moment and then come back with what you would like the world to hear about what the Mayo Clinic has been doing to try to draw people in with your social media um, directions that you're trying to get people to ask more questions. Lee, we'll be right back. We're going to listen to our sponsor, Nature Sears Eye Mist, the natural method of moisturizing the eye with just a mist. It's wonderful for contact lenses, allergies, everyday use, even for an infant. If the infant has runny eyes, teary eyes, just a mist. Very natural, very easy, with just a mist. We'll listen to our sponsor, and we'll be right back with Lee. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel, where the world comes to talk. Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All-natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel. You're listening to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. If you have a question or comment, please direct your email to SharonKleinaHour at Yahoo.com. That's Sharon Kleina Hour at Yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. Lee, um, you, I just noticed, too, and I wanted to mention to the audience that you recently, in September, had a gathering 
uh, for the Mayo Clinic Center for Social Media Announcements, and you brought in people from all directions. And then you also have charter members with your network that have been announced um, in different, and I noticed you have one in Holland. We do. We do. Um, Rodboud uh, University Nijmegen Medical Center uh, is one of the leaders in uh, Europe in applying social media in healthcare, and we're delighted to have uh, them be part of our um, network uh, globally to try to uh, encourage more organizations to get involved in social media. Mm-hmm. Uh, back to your founder's um, um, profile of excitement of wanting to bring the world together. Uh, your founders when they started right. 100 years ago. Uh, they've got to be uh, up there thinking, I knew this was going to happen. <laughs> well, they probably well, are going to I mean, take credit think, for the uh, whole thing. You know, we, have, uh, we have talked uh, somewhat yeah. about what uh, Dr. Will and Dr. Charlie would do uh, if they were alive today and what, uh, what they would think of this, and uh, I definitely think they'd be using YouTube. Oh yeah, <laughs> using YouTube and, and Twitter and they to think, gosh, we'd get to make connections. And do it, you know. <laughs> now, what is your background, Lee? Well, my background is in um, communications and, and media, and dealing mainly with uh, with mainstream media, uh, the sort of the radio and TV and mass media um, environment, and helping to spread the word about research and. Um, um, other advances uh, in healthcare um, on behalf of Mayo Clinic, and as um, the whole social media um, revolution sort of started to take hold, um, we looked at it and said, "This is something uh, that's very consistent with how we've operated for a hundred years, and and we should um, see how these tools could be adapted to meet medical needs." Exciting! It is exciting. I. I um I will tell you, I, and I, you sound like the perfect person for them to uh, launch this. And, and so how long do you think you guys, how long has Mayo Clinic had this in the background? Or is this a real new focus on uh, bringing you in and having you oversee this for them? Sure. Well, I've, uh, I've been at Mayo Clinic since 2000. Uh, it was in 2005 that we kind of started into this. Mm-hmm. So it's been about five years that we've mm-hmm. been doing this to one level or another, and over the last uh, two to three years, it's really just accelerated a lot, and and to the point where we're we're looking to really expand. Yeah, and you're calling it the health network, and and that is exciting for the listeners to think about. Is your health every day is vital to you personally, and if you're healthy and working at a better health, uh, can you imagine Lee the billions of dollars that would be saved around the world if people would start concerning themselves about these health issues. Now, what do you well, def- think? Yeah, folks- definitely so many of the uh, conditions are, you know, behaviorally related. Uh, and so if we, can, if we can help people make some um, better choices, uh, definitely can make a difference. Oh, out from birth. You know, uh, my background is studying the dehydration of life and the earth's lack of water and the lack of water in the body. And in the moment you were born, you left that pocket of water and you entered in the air you're breathing, and all of a sudden you, your, your life began with no water around you any longer. You're dehydrating. And uh, people need to understand that the nature of our lives should come first. Always think about the nature, and that will help the doctors, that will help the clinics, and that's why your social media side of your um, reach out 
to the world is so exciting and what you're trying to do. And, of course, the Mayo Clinic would be outstanding, would be one of the first because of your philosophy with your founders, uh, Will and Charlie, Dr. Mayo's, who said we need to reach out to the world to think about making a better place because we can learn from each other so much on uh, what's your health in this continent, what is happening to your health over here. And, and, and they call it climate change today, but when you change geographic spots of the world, climate was changing forever. And uh, there's something that people need to learn that is so obvious and very common sense. With your background with the new social media approach, what is your, some of your focusing that you're finding that you want to focus on uh, to build that up? Well, I, I think what we're really focusing on is providing the tools and the platforms for people to make connections about what uh, is important to them. And so it isn't that we um, necessarily are saying that we have all the answers for everything, but what we're, what we're trying to do is, is uh, create the community where those answers can happen and where um, specifically where healthcare uh, organizations can can uh, find ways to communicate more effectively with um, patients, with consumers uh, to help um, get them the information that they need, but also then to listen uh, to patients and consumers and offer them opportunities to provide uh, feedback and so that we can learn together there as well. Um, something that comes to my mind uh, is a very common new one is the diet. Is there anything on there that people come in and learn not only for the symptom that's happening uh, and those questions and, and directions, but what about if nutritional diets? Do you have anything on there with ideas on um, the diet? Well, you know, definitely, definitely within our MayoClinic.com uh, site, we have uh, information about you know something that used to be kind of a um, um, used to be kind of a um, an old urban legend or wives' tale, uh, if you'll pardon the expression, but it was a um, the well, it was called the Mayo Clinic diet. Um, one, okay. People, there were all sorts of <laughs> there were all that. sorts of uh, um, diets that were maybe well not maybe they were falsely claimed to be the Mayo Clinic diet, uh, mm-hmm. but especially with what we've seen with the epidemic of overweight and obesity, you know, in the United States and North America, that. Um, Having a diet that, uh, you know, a diet plan, and there's a book associated with it now as well, uh, that outlines some ways that you can safely uh, lose weight um, relatively rapidly at first, so you start to build some momentum, but then, you know, it involves things like changing your physical habits and getting more more physical activity. Mm -hmm. Um, So there, you know, we definitely have... um, some recommendations on how people can um, lose weight in a way that's uh, both safe and sustainable. But you know, Lee, there's also another direction that that everybody is looking at is no matter what size you are, well, you're not. Eat- some people just aren't eating right, and some eat- mm-hmm. some of those sluggish symptoms, those stress symptoms, those uh, things, symptoms are happening because their diet is so bad. We're learning more about uh, putting our hands away from the table. If it's going to be something that we ate too much of that uh, that all ready that day or the day before um, about certain uh, needs of better diet thinking and you know you've heard about Walmart wants to start doing um, having buying the produce closer to the stores 
and not having all the um, preservatives and things much and try to get closer you know, where the, the produce is coming closer and not so far distances so people can learn to get into more raw food and that could happen that would be every family um, the child who wakes up in the morning who didn't eat the breakfast who they really should consider children's menus more seriously and and how they're growing up and noticing a symptom in a child or something that's different. And that's why I asked about the diet, uh, nutrition, because uh, that is become, going to become a very common future. Uh, people want to learn, well, maybe I haven't been eating right, and maybe I better start thinking about that. Where do I go to start thinking more? Because and, and, there's so much out there, Lee. I mean, mm-hmm. people, but Mayo Clinic, is such a, a, people have such confidence in what the 100 years have done. Mm-hmm. And uh, now that you're getting into social media, the confidence with the Mayo Clinic and the story of the Mayo Clinic and what it wants to do to bring the networking of people all over the world together to think out in a think tank of what's available to you when you go into this social networking to reach out to the Mayo Clinics and the fact that they are, let's just call it a really good brand of confidence that people believe in. Um, What are some of the things that you think that people would like to hear about before we we have just about three or four minutes is left about something you think is so important on the social media side of why this is going to be a very few, uh, uh, this is the future. I don't sure. even know. I don't think it'll ever go away. It's going right. to be there forever. Well, and that, that's actually, uh, that's, that's very much on point with what, uh, what, what we're saying with this, that as we've seen over the last um, three or four years, uh, the number of Facebook users, for instance, growing from about 100 million to 500 million or half a billion, which yeah. is you know, yeah. about almost 10% of the people on the planet are connected on Facebook. Um, Before you go on there, I could almost see uh, Dr. Charlie and Dr. Will saying, you know, we should have invented Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> we well, believe in that networking. I think they, you know, they focused, yeah, I mean, they, they would focus on doing, um, on how do you use the tools that maybe other people have invented. So yeah. it isn't, you know, so, so I think, I think there are a lot of people who are saying, gosh, I should have invented that. <laughs> but, I, but I think, uh, you know, what it really comes down to is that, uh, this is a place where um, people are gathering to uh, share information, to get information, to connect with uh, family and friends, and you know provides a really rich environment for for that to happen. And so, for us, you know, for for uh, any industry to not pay attention to that, it would be short-sighted. Uh, we're thinking, especially since there are so many uh, behavioral and um, you know, kind of societal um, determinants of health that uh, to be able to enlist these networks of people to um, learn about their health or to, you know, if they have a particular concern about a disease, uh, to learn to share coping strategies and things like that, it's a, um, it's a really powerful place. Now, would you do me a favor and go back to your group and say, ask them what they've been doing about drinking water, Lee? Okay. <laughs> Well, we'll definitely check into that. I have a pet peeve. Even the national nutrition chart doesn't have a glass of water on it. Did you know that? I did not know that. And the most important ingredient is water. Nothing is more important than drinking water. Yeah, I mean, water water is is essential to life, that's for sure. There's nothing that should be above it. It's it's there. Uh, 
uh, and the world and the water crisis and the concern. Now, the miners, wasn't that an exciting, um, uh, when they finally found out that the miners in Chile were safe, that they could do something to hopefully keep them alive, wasn't that something about the world coming on and NASA from America and different directions came and the president said, to his people in Chile, we are going to get those people out alive. We're going to learn what they need for their health. Yep. And then when they came up, it, with the, you know, Mayo Clinic had to be in heaven, too. I was. Uh, everything was health issues, health issues, health issues. And that's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. It's the world coming together, thinking about what's better health for everyone. And, and then uh, I was watching on the 60 Minute recently, um, uh, it's one of my favorite things to watch on Sunday nights, and they brought up our our soldiers coming back, and for all these many years, the soldiers coming back, but now the soldiers coming back from uh, our wars that we've had in the last 10 years, and, and they're needing help. They're needing a direction to go. Um, mm-hmm. Many of them are learning how to, believe it or not, if, uh, get into uh, locations if they're even homeless and probably learn how to social network on how do I get better. And they're trying to do better things for them, uh, the veterans facilities out there, to get to bring them together and get them in tune to better health, situation, health issues. Don't be embarrassed about your health. This can happen to anybody at any given moment. Your health can go bad at any time. Uh, let alone have a car collapse. wreck or whatever it may be. Yep. Well, we're out of time, and uh, let's tell people how to go find you. Well, to find more about the uh, Mayo Clinic Center for Social Media, go to socialmedia.mayoclinic.org. Uh, that would be the best place. And uh, just otherwise going to mayoclinic.org, they'll be able to find more information about being a patient at, at Mayo Clinic. And for consumer health information, they can go to mayoclinic.com. Well, thank you for your time, and I wish you well with a huge future and memory of your founders there. I'm, I'm sure that is an exciting uh, moment that the world is coming together because of your social media approach now. Well, thanks. Uh, we're, we're really excited about what can happen here. Thank you, and I appreciate you, you having you on today. Yeah, glad to do it. Thanks. Have a nice day thanks. and be well. Yep. Thank you. I learned a lot. Mayo Clinic has been around for 100 years, and I was so excited that Lee said that they would be on and tell us about what they're doing with the social networking, social media, from one of the number one uh, exciting clinics of the world. And you learned today that two doctors started this. Uh, You have a a Dr. Will and a Dr. Charles Mayo. They were brothers, and they had a vision. They had a dream, and they didn't let go. Wouldn't it be something if they knew they do know that the world is coming together thanks to social media. We're going to listen to our sponsor, and our next guest is Trudy Thomas. And we're going to learn more about reflex sympathetic disorder. We're going to listen to our sponsor, Nature's Tears Eye Mist, the natural method of misting without an eye drop. We'll listen to our sponsor. We'll be right back. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel, where the world comes to listen and talk. Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. 
Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All-natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. Listen. Listen. The world is talking. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Listening to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. If you have a question or comment, please direct your email to SharonKleinaHour at Yahoo.com. That's SharonKleinaHour at Yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. Trudy, are you with us? Yes, I am, Sharon. Good morning, and thank well, you for how are you on. today. Yeah, oh, I'm terrific. And now, where are you located? I'm in Las Vegas. You're in Las Vegas. Yes, I've lived here most of my life, yeah. Okay. Well, you're involved with what says Living with RSD Radio. Explain to our audience what RSD Radio is. Okay. Uh, That's a radio show I started back in 2008, and reflex sympathetic dystrophy is something that I suffer from, but the show is um, covers all different types of chronic illness and chronic pain. I cover MS, fibromyalgia, of course, RSD. <laughs> mm-hmm. And what I what I try to do is is I look for positive people. I look for people that have overcome, that have somehow managed to to live with it because it's incurable. Um, the the things that now let's explain they, to our audience, Trudy. Uh, what what this is? Uh, uh, you see, you said you have it, but wh- we have a name. We have a, It's either a sympathetic dy- dystrophy, chronic pain, chronic illness, fibromyalgia, depression. But but what 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 is this? Uh, there's people that have it. Millions of people have it. But yeah. what when they go to the doctor and they they're not sure what is happening to their health. What are some of the symptoms that they uh, would recognize that maybe they have um, no idea they could catch it in, uh, earlier before it gets worse? And and that's a big problem because um, reflex sympathetic dystrophy can be caused by something as minor as stubbing your toe. Um, mine came from surgery. And what it is, your entire sympathetic nervous system does not recognize that the injury is over. And now let's so we run back on, up on that brain. one real quick. Trudy, yeah. I'm going to back up real quick and excuse me sometimes if I interrupt because the audience doesn't understand some of the key words that I think are so important. The sympathetic nerve. What is a sympathetic nerve for them to understand? It's your, it's your sympathetic nervous system. It runs through your entire body. Okay. And with, with a person like me, my brain does not get the signals. My surgery on my hand that caused my RSD happened six years ago. But my brain doesn't realize that, and so I get constant pain, and it also spreads. I, my hand, um, you mentioned some of the, the symptoms, um, swelling, the burning pain, you get shiny skin, um, and it travels. Um, any other injury, or sometimes it can just travel by itself. What started out with me was my right hand, a little surgery on my hand, turned into both hands, 
both legs, my jaw, my eyes, my teeth. So um, it spreads. And the re- they, they don't know exactly, they don't know what causes it, they don't know how to cure it, and they don't understand why it spreads. But the brain, you know, you've heard of the, the fight or flight syndrome? Yes. That's, uh, an RSV brain is constantly in that state. Yeah, our brain is always thinking, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I'm on fire because it's burning nerve. Yeah, explain that to the is. audience what that syndrome is so they'll understand it. Um, it's your your brain. It, it, back in the old days, it was helpful for the caveman. You see a dinosaur, you run, you know. But um, nowadays, there's actually it, it's a danger. Your your brain senses danger of some kind. Either um, it can be a physical danger or it can be a mental danger. But your brain, you know, so it's sending signals. It kicks up your adrenaline. It kicks up your endorphins. It kicks up all the time. Picks up a and, lot of phobias, different phobias. Right. I'm wondering what's happening. Well, yeah, because like I said, the brain disconnects. It doesn't understand um, that the injury, like in my case, and my hand is is deformed from it, but it doesn't understand that the original injury has long passed. And uh, the circulation gets impaired also from it. I was going to say, it would have a 100% circulation problem. Oh, absolutely. And that's why um, some of the treatments they do, uh, they do trigger point injections. Um, Everything is, they're trying to open up your circulation. So circulation is bad, which may be one of the causes that um, causes it to spread. It's totally unknown. I I work with a lot of doctors in a lot of uh, different places, and a lot of them have ideas. Um, Some things work for some people. Ketamine treatments um, can work for some people. Um, um, A trigger point injection actually opened up my hand somewhat, so I do have some some circulation in it. Otherwise, if you've ever seen uh, pictures of a person with RSD, um, it, their their limb, whether it's a foot, a leg, a hand, whatever, is it's black, it's purple, it's red, um, because the circulation just isn't there. So um, you have to learn how to live with it. Hence my show. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, now um, I've noticed uh, you talked about fibromyalgia, which is becoming really strangely more common. Isn't that some, well? And it, it, a lot of times, I would say probably fifty percent of the people that have RSD are also diagnosed with fibromyalgia. Mm-hmm. I, I, um, I don't know. They're not really putting a connection to it. It just is. Um, mm-hmm. Most, I mean, usually anybody. Like I have RSD, but I also have some other health, health issues. And um, for some reason, all of a sudden, fibromyalgia is being um, um, lumped in the same category. It's like, yes, you have RSD and fibromyalgia. Now, we um, see, uh, I've noticed that you have, there's a chronic pain, but there's a chronic illness. What's the t- difference between the two? Well, the, the chronic illness would be an illness that lasts for, like, longer than six months. Mm-hmm. The chronic pain, I mean, I can be sick. Uh, if I was just disabled because, like I said, my hands are, the right hand is atrophied. I have a caretaker, my, my husband. <laughs> but um, the the pain is, is what needs to be managed. I mean, I... You could stand it if you were chronically ill, but not in pain. If you were just not able to walk, like I was in a wheelchair for years. But the pain that constantly, 24 hours a day, you can't sleep. Um, You have to, I keep moving positions. I'm always squirming around. I do walk again now. 
But the, the constant burning pain, it's nerve pain, and there just there's not enough drugs in the world that, that will stop the pain. Mm-hmm. And I found that the hard way after four years of taking massive amounts because they prescribed really heavy narcotics. And one day it was just, I had no quality of life. I was a zombie. I was in a wheelchair. I, I couldn't even feed myself. And it's like something has got to change. So, now, Have you um, noticed that this is happening to younger people uh, in the last decade, not just uh, um, adults? There are, yes, there are. Um, it can happen at any age. And okay. um, I visited some teenagers the good news with that, though, is, and not all, and, and I must say that nothing will work for everyone, but teenagers have a better remission rate than adults. Because they're getting... Uh, okay. I, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I followed a, a group of teenagers, and um, every one of... There's a children's hospital. They do um, extensive, heavy-duty um, phys- physical therapy on them, and several of them out of that group were went into total remission. Now, the bad part is if and when you do go into remission, um, a small injury can set you back. It can cause it to flare back up and be twice as bad as it was before. But the, the kids, teenagers, have a much, much better chance. Mm-hmm. But they're educated about that. In other words, if you should have an injury, uh, be sure that you go in to a specialist so that right. they can check on that immediately and, and get it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and that is a big problem, Sharon, because um, the usually a doctor will not recognize it because it's yeah. like with my doctor, it was like, well, you just had surgery. Of course, it's going to be swollen. But six well, we years later, already, my hand is still yeah, swollen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, we're all... Um, you know, this is what I've said even about when a person's taking your uh, your safe vitamin nutrient. Uh, you're eating some certain foods. You're taking some prescriptions that you had all the confidence in the doctor writing and the pharmacist. Make sure that you're watching yourself. Maybe there's something that isn't right. Don't blame it on the symptom. Blame it on maybe you're eating wrong. Uh, oh, number one, you're not drinking enough water, number one. I- <laughs> yeah. I listened to your show. I knew about the water. <laughs> and yes, I yeah, yeah, water, I know. Water. Uh, you know, if I can get on the national nutrition chart, Trudy, water. Did you know oh, I, water I agree. National, you know, and, and you know, I, in my research, I have been studying for uh, over 40 years, but 30 years very into, seriously into dehydration. And when I think about what you're, what you're uh, experiencing, and many people are experiencing different, different weaknesses to dehydration. Our body is made up of 50 trillion cells. And in that cell, we have water. And that water is, we're walking water. That's why we electrocute so easy. But no two people have eyes alike. No two people have a complexion alike. No people have fingerprints, DNA alike. There's a dehydration from the moment we're born. When I think about what you're saying to me with what you're dealing with and what you're trying to figure out how to live a normal life, it's the water intake has got to be more than most people, number one, plain water. No tea, no dehydrator, uh, plain good old water. Uh, right. The other one all I could think about in my background is water therapy treatments. Uh, to get, um, Yeah, and, and then there was another one that uh, you have had to hear about, is reflexology, the nerve endings um, at the bottom of each foot, each hand, and ear. Have you ever, you've heard of it? I have, and you have to be 
another thing that I that I, I didn't mention was um, we can't stand to be touched. Yeah. So if if a person has it in their feet, that wouldn't be an option. Wow. But yes, that has been affected. See, that's where those nerve endings. Yeah, right. Even things. a slight breeze yeah. will cause yeah. it, it, now, what it, about it, incredible baths? pain. What about foot baths? Um, uh, uh, foot baths and different s- certain types of water therapy. Is there? Have you been learning anything about that at all? Is there any research out there about that? Yeah, again, um, yeah, especially for swelling. Now, I my feet aren't as bad since I got out of my wheelchair. I learned how to walk again, so mm-hmm. that I can so I can soak my feet, Epsom salts and water, and and different things like that. But um, most people with it in their feet, they they can't stand the water. I mean, wow. showers are done with their wow. feet hanging out. I mean, it's now that mean because of the pain rapid. causes a pain. Uh huh. Yeah, oh the water on the skin. It, it's it's, it's your whole body. It's like your nerves are on the outside instead of the inside. Mm-hmm. So everything will incite your body. And once, I mean, showers, baths, anything like that are very, very, very painful because of the water hitting. And most people like me, uh, well, I can't get up and down by myself. So I'm forced to take a shower, like I said, with assistance. But uh, that shower that hurts. So a lot of us use. We'll put a towel or something over us so the water doesn't. Yeah. Even, okay. It's that painful. Yeah. Now, and I can so. imagine the emotional side of this is uh, the inspirational, motivational trainings that you're having to go into, and your radio show must be an exciting uh, opportunity for people that have these symptoms or or have this uh, diagnosed to go in and listen to you and. And some of the things you've been learning. What are you What are you teaching on the radio show that gives them a chance to get motivational uh, inspiration that they can they can live with this for the rest of their lives? Because they're going to and have- uh, yeah, absolutely. And and that's exactly what I try to do because I still have RSD and I still have pain, but it does not define me anymore. For a long time, it did. And suicide is the number one cause of death with people with RSD. Mm-hmm. And that's an awful, awful, I've lost a lot of friends over that. Uh-huh. So what I what I try to do is, like, my show, I'm, I'm not going to cure you. What you hear on my show Learn to um, may help you. It. it may inspire you. Exactly. But you have to find out what, you have to find out what you can do and, st- and not concentrate on what you can't do. Now, what was um, the first? symptom that a person normally normally would notice uh, we've only got one minute left what is that uh, one symptom so that the audience thinks i wonder because uh, if, 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 if anything can be uh, uh, anything can be easier to deal with if you get it ahead of the pro- uh, severe problems that develop uh, swelling, yeah, swelling and discoloration of a limb that does not change after you know you break it or it's a okay. surgery or something like that Swelling discoloration is probably the number one sign and uh, being super sensitive to touch. Well, we are out of time. I wish you well. Your radio show has got to be an enormous opportunity for anybody who's concerned or needs assistance every day to live with those long-term um, uh, challenges, but they can be challenged. Life is, goes on, and we want people to be excited about that moment, that that miracle that they're living uh, will help others, and are you bringing more people together to talk about it together on your show? I bet thousands and thousands. I've got, I've reached tens Aww. of thousands of people so far. I get emails every day from people that heard something that clicked with them, and Aww. they're starting on a new path. Well, I, that is it's so wonderful. rewarding. Well, I am 
God speed and with you and uh, your faith. And uh, drink a lot of water, <laughs> Trudy. And I will. make sure you're with No, I hear your people drink water, drink water, drink water. I thank you and uh, I wish you well. Thank you so much for having me, Sharon. Okay, bye-bye. you have a nice day. Okay, bye bye. Bye. Well, Earth does have a secret, you know, and there's all these things we can learn together, whether it be the Mayo Clinic and their founders. And, and then we have Trudy Thomas living with reflex sympathetic disorders, which means chronic pain and the problems that go with every day, uh, something we didn't know much about, uh, that maybe if we got it early enough, we could do something more about. I want you to know that with Earth, you need to embrace your life every moment and think of those who need you. But Earth is whispering. Never say goodbye because then you can help others. Always give back. Pay it forward. And be immortal because what you're going to leave behind is something very special. I know it. I want to thank you for listening, and you be well. Thank you for listening. Join us next week for another edition of the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water, Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Remember to visit Sharon's website at SharonKleinaHour.com. 